Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Lots of news to talk about here today on the show. So much to get into. We have updates on Nia Jax, Kevin Owens, Bray and Bo, well, Bray White and Bo Dallas, they're of course brothers, but not in storyline, as well as a very, very big weekend of pro wrestling. We have New Japan coming up at 5 a.m. Eastern time on New Japan World. I believe that's tonight. We've got Yuji Nagata, Minabu Nakanishi in the main event, Okada, Shii, Gedo, Yo, and Sho. That's the... Uh, New team versus Naito Evil, Seiya Sonata, Bushi, and Takahashi. Those are the top two matches on the show. UFC on Fight Pass from Poland on Saturday, which is in fact a one-fight show. Much like the Hell in a Cell is a one-match show. Literally, it's Donald Cerrone, Darren Till, and then there's everybody else on the show. It is a Fight Pass show from Poland on Saturday. You can check that out. 11.45 a.m. Eastern. So it was an early morning show. We have the WWE Hell in a Cell show from the Target Center in Minneapolis on Sunday. A lot of uh, matches, but only one big match, that being the TLC match, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins versus Kane, Braun Strowman, The Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Three on five, TLC. There is nothing hanging from the ceiling. And so basically, I guess whoever gets first pinfall or submission wins that match. Also on the show, scheduled to be... Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Although I guess technically they're billing it as the Demon versus Sister Abigail, which means it doesn't necessarily have to be Bray Wyatt. We're going to talk about more on that match here today, as well as all of the news in pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. It's Friday. We're going to take your phone calls, emails, text messages, and more. If you want to give us a call, the phone number 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And text messages can be sent to 425-780-7566. We will kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. There are certain people you can always trust. Your grandma, your grandma's friends, lifeguards, action movie heroes who tell you to trust them. But there's no one you can trust more than your doctor. And when it comes to their own frequent heartburn, doctors and pharmacists trust the power of the purple pill, Nexium 24-Hour. And when you choose Nexium 24-Hour, you'll see why. When it comes to heartburn, trust the brand doctors trust. Nexium 24-Hour. May take one to four days, use as directed. Pedro Fernandez, who you might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain 
hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free. 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline. 1-800-428-1570. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800 935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to talk about here today. Forgot to mention in the opening segment... You want to talk about NXT and Lucha Underground, the Season 3 finale. You're welcome to do so. It's all over with the crying. And the dying, actually. It appears that Dario Cueto has been killed. That's the main event of Lucha Underground. Well, actually, the real main event was they killed Pindar, which is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I, I turned on this season after they killed Pindar. But yes, Lucha Underground Season 3, it's all wrapped up. There will be no Lucha Underground either ever again or for a long, long time. Sad day. Enjoyed the Season 3 finale. Ready to do the... Ready to do the postmortem on it yet, or do you need some time to reflect? Postmortem. Things, or? There's still there's still hope. Yeah. Not giving up on this thing yet. Well, there there is. Okay, it's on life support. I guess in theory we could be reading it last rights right now. Uh, maybe there there. You know, I'm interested to see if people are going to hold out hope uh, before they start really breaking down and 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 analyzing what Lucha Underground gave us, both good and bad. And I know we do it on this show, but I wonder for posterity and history how this whole thing is going to shake out because there were there were a lot of good things and, and there were a lot of bad things that, that took place one of the great things that took place was the fact that for a guy that had never been involved in wrestling and obviously he is a a skilled actor an actual trained thespian 
but Dario Cueto may be, and if he's not the best, he is on the very, very short list along the Andy Kaufman's and other people of the world of being the greatest non-wrestling or, or non-entrenched wrestling characters of all time. For him to step in and do as good of a job as he did, it was it was something else. And his presence on that show, I'm not saying it made the show. It's hard for me to picture anybody else, and that's even skilled people, to be put in the position that he was in and pull off that role, whether speaking or whether acting, you know, better than, than Dario Cueto did. Well, now he's dead. Now he's dead. Maybe, but in the world of Lucha Underground, is anyone ever really dead? Well, I mean, it's it, true, come on. Does anyone ever good. really die? They got rid of Prince Puma. They got rid of Dario Cueto. They got rid of Pindar. Like, literally three of my favorite characters. So, we'll see if I watch. We'll see if I watch when they come back. Now, granted, the season three, I don't want Vampire to get mad at me, but, I mean, they did They did season three split into two parts, if you recall correctly. They did, They went on a hiatus. And when they when they went on the the hiatus, like I wasn't sure I was going to watch it when they came back. I, that's that's how I was done with the show. There was too much man on woman violence. It was just, and I wasn't the only one. I mean the the uh, yeah me look at the ratings anyway. Enough time passed that when they returned, I got back into it, and the second half of the season was way better than the first half of the season. Second half of the season was was. Just one great match after another. There was so much good wrestling. Everybody that didn't watch Lucha Underground, you missed some awesome wrestling this season. Mm. And now it's over. And I'm sure when they come back, if they do a season four, I'll watch it. I've seen every single solitary episode with the exception of one. I don't even know which one it was, so I couldn't go back and rewatch it. But we talk about it every Thursday on the Brian and Vinny Show. So if you want the recap, you can go up there and check that out. Let me ask you a question, because you did watch all of it, and it did turn me off. And, and a lot of what was around it, too, was like, this isn't worth my time. for his, Because is for as great of, of wrestling as that was on there, and it was hyped up to be on there, there was a lot more in other places without a lot of the extra baggage uh, that was around there. And I think that's the way most people ended up going. But what kind of replay value because it is going to be on netflix and it was a very unique show with very unique stories and obviously the things that they did in it where the actual professional wrestling in-ring part was basically on the back burner sometimes when it came to all the other stuff going on for you do you th and i guess for fans do you think this has rewatch re value as a a traditional tv series does or is this in your opinion in the pro wrestling category where you can go back and watch it a little bit later on and things like that, but you don't necessarily watch the same weekly TV. You can't rewatch it over and over and over again. I don't know, but let me tell you something. First off, the wrestling was not on the back burner. They did, they did more of the theatrical. Often in the first and second seasons, though, Brian. No, though, it, was, I mean, it was still 90% wrestling. They, they, just did, they just did more of the theatrical. They, they did it in a more theatrical way than they do on a traditional wrestling television show. That's but putting it mildly. I, I would bet you anything. I, I would, we, we could have Mookie do this. I would bet you anything that if you took the percentage of wrestling to non-wrestling on Lucha Underground, on all seasons, there would be significantly more wrestling than on Raw and SmackDown. And for sure the 205 Live that I watched this past week, I might well, add. <laughs> it was just different. But thing is, here's, here's, here's the thing with the replay value. The first season is up on Netflix. I haven't heard one single solitary person contact me that discovered it on Netflix. Not one. 
Now, this is just this is just me here on the show getting emails and texts and everything all day. I mean, maybe maybe like thousands and thousands of people are watching it on Netflix every single every single day. Then I don't I don't hear about it. But I would think that if they put it on Netflix and it was like kind of a big hit among I don't even know who, like we'd hear about it. But I don't hey, hear hey, about hey, yeah. it at all. Not well, a word from anybody about it. I'm wondering, I guess, and again, it's not going to be dramatic, but I wonder how many people later on fall into this thing who may, may be more of anime or sci-fi or Adult Swim or like something where wrestling is not number one for them and they stumble into this. Also, I do wonder about that going forward, too, if if all the seasons are going to make it up there, that it becomes something that does have legs for a long time as, as a binge-watching sort of deal. It is curious about that. Now, well, the one thing they do also have going for them is the fact that this is, I mean, this could end up really, in theory, being on El Rey and reruns for years. And, and for a, a television station that is still absolutely brand new and still runs movies and still really does not have an identity, let alone a, a, a rabid fan base that consistently watches. I mean, there's one... If there's another ass backwards benefit, I guess, to to being in their position is the fact that it could actually be on El Rey for quite some time. Listen, here's the deal with these numbers, by the way. Based on the numbers and the number of people that are watching this show, I mean, they weren't even getting the wrestling fans. So, I mean, the idea that they're going to get anime fans or sci-fi fans or, or any other fans, maybe. Well, but, stumbling I mean, down the line. At the end of the day, it's still a wrestling show. And granted, I don't watch a lot of anime or sci-fi, but I mean, the one th th there were two things that I could have done without on Lucha Underground. Number one is the men absolutely obliterating the women. We're not talking superheroes here like they like to say. These were not superhero women. These were women that faced men and failed over and over and over again and took a violent beating in the process. I could have done without that, and I could have done without all of these wacky backstage, I mean... Some of it was good, <clears throat> like if you had uh, Prince Puma and Conan, and and uh, and Ray and Dario, like there were there were some people that were good, but you were you were taking pro wrestlers and having them act, and pro wrestlers aren't actors. We watch it on Raw every single Monday, and it was in some cases a little better than Raw because you had real legitimate television and movie producers Production, working on yeah. this, unlike backstage at Raw where it's like a guy with a camera or whatever. It was better, but it was still not good. Like in a lot of cases, it was not good. Yeah, like you got to you got to take all of it, though. Unfortunately, with with what the concept well, hold on. was, you got to take time travel and what, what's her name. Uh... But but here's the thing: I watched every single episode except one. At the end of this season, like a lot of people came back and a lot of stuff was happening. I had no idea what was going on. I had absolutely no idea because in some random vignette. Two seasons ago, somebody got mad at somebody for doing something, and then it got brought back at the end, and it's like, why is Black Lotus mad at Dario? I can't remember. For the life of me, I can't remember. Then it was brought to my attention, well, Dario said he killed her parents or something, and then, like, he was lying, but what the, what the hell did this have to do with anything? Like, it, these storylines, it was just, they did a bunch of stuff. So, I don't know. I loved the wrestling. I thought it was, I thought as a wrestling product, it was great. But there was a lot of other stuff that drove lots of people off and that I could have done without. And that's the eulogy.
Gonna talk about Bray and Bo and Kevin and all these guys when we come back. So stand by, Wrestling Observer Live. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You want to give us a call, the phone number today, 844-411-5411. That is 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. Phone lines are open, so give us a call. Here's the update on this weekend. First, 
is from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. There really isn't much to the story of Nia Jax's situation with WWE, which has gotten overblown due to the lack of information out on it. Jax has a few weeks off until the European tour. You can call it a leave of absence, although she and WWE are both denying it's a leave, uh, leave of absence. But that is a vague terminology, and it could be called that. WWE's tour of Europe will kick off in Glasgow right. on November 1st. Jax is resting up since she wasn't figured in any major storylines. According to those close to her, stories that she stormed off of Raw, she wasn't at Raw to begin with, asked for a leave of absence, or is unhappy with her pay are all untrue. First person from WWE to come in publicly was Alexa Bliss, who was good friends with her and spoke to the New York Post yesterday. Bliss said Jax has taken time off because the schedule is grueling, but that she expects her back sooner rather than later. So, as noted... Much ado about nothing. Well, first there were the reports that she stormed out of Raw. And we did report that we did not think that she stormed out of Raw. Later turned out she wasn't even at Raw. Now, the story was that she was on a leave of absence. And as noted, WWE denied that she was on a leave of absence. But now it turns out that she's on a leave of absence, which, which they're not calling a leave of absence. This is so weird. Well, because nobody goes on vacation there. Maybe a couple weeks ago she said, look, I'm tired, I'm banged up, you got nothing going on, you know, who cares, I'm not into this. You know, I'm look, I'm hurting. I got to get out of here. And they said, okay, you know, I need some mental health days, and that's all it is. Like, that could be as simple as all of this is. Yeah, but what I'm asking is, that blown out of is there a number of days that qualify for a leave of absence, for crying out loud? She is absent from Anytime. Monday through the 1st of November. Whatever yep. you want to call it, that's what's happening. So two weeks? Fine. It's not a leave of absence, I even mean, though it's, it's a leave I, of absence. I'm going to Google I, this. It's driving I me guess. nuts. I just think we are we are really kind of Zapruder filming this for, you know, what is a leave of absence? Who cares? Okay, fine. So She's not fired. Leave of absence. <laughs> She's not quitting. Time when one has permission to be absent from work or from duty in the armed forces. So she's on a leave of absence. Everyone get out of here with this I need this a leave of absence with this show, for real. All right, so this person says, actually, this is not this person, it's me. Uh, <laughs> Bray and Bo, we talked about this one as well. They need a leave of absence. So... They are both sick. Oops. They're both ill. Now, all I can tell you is that Justin Labar, at Justin Labar, reported on the 18th of October that they are off TV due to viral meningitis. That is the rumor. It has not been confirmed by WWE. He says, it's unfortunate I have no info on Sunday for Bray. Now, Bray White is still listed, I guess, as appearing at the TLC pay-per-view. However, I think technically, and I'm even going to go up there and make sure, technically, I believe they're actually billing Sister Abigail and not Bray Wyatt. Yeah, there's already been more than one person that is kind of, well, you know, scuttlebutting about that Bray is not going to be there on Sunday, at least not in a physical form. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll have to see. But if he's really got viral meningitis and it is, you know, they're keeping it this DL and not even saying, look, you know, dude's really under the weather. He's sick, you know, sort of thing. And not even doing that, you know, uh, <laughs> we'll have to see here. Apparently it's it's a much bigger deal than, than you know, which is leading to that crazy speculation, too, 
over, you know, h- how everybody has it and does anybody else have it will affect the rest of the roster and all that stuff. All right, TLC here. It's from WWE.com. Let's see what they're billing here. The Demon versus Sister Abigail. It says, all it says here, listen very carefully, everybody. Mm. It says, The Demon, Finn Balor, is coming to WWE TLC to go face-to-face with the ominous Sister Abigail. Does not mention Bray Wyatt's name here in that preview. I hope it's their sister. And she actually, instead of doing anything with, with the Sister Abigail character, she just has a cooking show because she hosts a cooking show. And I'd much rather see that than see Pumpkinhead Demon Finn Balor against whatever Sister Abigail is going to be. So I guess that means that if Bray Wyatt can't make it to the pay-per-view on Sunday, they'll just have somebody else in drag. That's the way it's looking right now. Mm. We also have this. Kevin Owens won't be appearing at WWE's three remaining house shows in South America this weekend. WWE announced on the website today, citing personal reasons as to why Owens won't be at the shows in Argentina and Chile, where I might add they're doing tryouts this weekend. Owens did travel to South America with the SmackDown roster, wrestled at last night's event in Buenos Aires before returning or before missing the rest of the tour. So that's the update Say on Kevin again. Owens. All right, we got a lot of text messages here. Mika Rotundo, that's her name. Mika Rotundo. Text can be sent to 425-780-7566. Toll free, 844-411-5411. This person says, Isn't it funny how one short month ago we would be up in arms at the idea of Luke Harper being Sister Abigail, but now we'd be okay with almost anything that breaks up the Bludgeon Brothers. Who's we? Yeah. I want to see the Bludgeon Brothers. I sort of want to see him. I mean, I'm not big on the name, but I mean. Oh, if, come on. If they Look, if they can sell some of those foam hammers and they can put some money in Luke Harper's pocket, let alone uh, through Marius's, I'm good with that. Okay, so before they were Harper and Rowan. Now they're the Bludgeon Brothers. How is that not an improvement? The only way it would be any better is Vince McMahon actually coming back to commentary to say it, you know. Coming up next. The Bludgeon Brothers. This person says, Lucha Underground has great replay value, in my opinion. There you I go. think it will find There's more one. fans on Netflix. No pressure to keep up with the series as it aired. No live events. Spoilers basically don't exist unless you listen to Observer Live. And it says, anyone who is texting you has already heard of it. So he's basically saying the reason we haven't heard one single word from any- anybody about Lucha Underground on Netflix, I guess is because, I don't know, let me just ask a question right here. Anybody discover Lucha Underground on Netflix? Tell me about it. I want to hear mm-hmm. about it. 425-780-7566. Text message. And I'll say this. Again, I do want to say when it comes to how I'm talking about it, if people find me in the future, it is under the guise that the series is going to be up there for a while. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those things where it's not just going to be up for six months and people are going to rat, you know, run and discover it. But this might take some time with how people – you know, view and binge watch shows now. And, and sometimes it takes years before, you know, somebody finds something, let alone just a couple of seasons. This person claims he has casual wrestling friends ask him about it. All right, well, I want to hear from you guys. I don't care if you listen to me every day. Tell me about your Lucha Underground experience on Netflix. I want to hear about it. It is one of those things where I think if if there was somebody who was not a wrestling fan catches it, 
it, it probably is a real mind screw to him because it's not like it was a mind screw to wrestling fans as far as how wrestling is presented. And, you know, it was so unique. I wonder if it did jostle some people that had a chance to see it. The problem is trying to find anybody who's got El Ray or had a chance to, to stumble upon the show. Person says Tom Phillips is, quote, off for a few weeks on assignment and no one has questioned it. Why didn't they just say the same for Naya when people asked? I don't buy it unless they're on vacation together. Well, I don't think they're on vacation together. I didn't even I didn't, know. I didn't even notice Tom Phillips was gone. Yeah, that was the Michael Cole said at the beginning. And there's been, you know, did he get married? Is it this? Is it that? But, you know, the timing happening with this other stuff, you know, uh, who knows I, exactly what the deal is. But it's it's leading. I mean, we see what it's doing with all the other stuff. So it, it can lead nicely into those conspiracy theories if you're into such things. And I know that you're not. I didn't even know the guy was gone. I didn't watch the TV. I only watched it live. I didn't hear the commentary. You can go back and see see yourself on camera. No, are you kidding me? This person says, call it a sabbatical that she's on, a fancy word that means a break. Well, I think if I said she was on a sabbatical, they'd claim that she wasn't on a sabbatical. She's only gone until November, which is not a sabbatical or a leave of absence. So she's got the emeritus position of Big Bad Mama. Now, who is the baddest woman, supposedly, on the women's roster, uh, now the, on the Raw women's roster, now that Nia's gone? Is it, is it Asuka yet without wrestling a match first? It should be Asuka. Maybe she'll be Sister Abigail. That'd be awesome. Her and her and Finn Balor be the best match on the show. Mark my oh, words. Oh, got it. Make it Mako Satamora debuting. It's not going to be, but damn, that would make me happy. You're on the air. What's going on? This is Ishmael in Virginia. Yes, Ishmael. Don't do it. Uh, so I heard uh, a couple days ago you and Dave were talking about uh, WWE touring India, and he was talking about how Jinder Mahal would be like one of the biggest stars there, and how, and I sort of tend to agree with you where. I think the biggest stars there would be, you know, your Seth Rollins of the world, your Dean Ambrose, the people that were already the established guys. And I was, I've been looking for different metrics for WWE to sort of like realize that Jinder Mahal thing isn't working. And uh, I think one thing that may be telling is what would what would the reaction be within the company? Do you guys think if they go there, they do their two or three shows, and Jinder Mahal's merch numbers? I don't even know if he even has like merch that I've ever seen, but. What if his merch numbers are selling like eighth or ninth and he's well behind your Seth Rollins and your Dean Ambrose's and all the other baby faces and established shields, Randy Orton's of the world, Shinsuke Nakamura's? Would they finally realize then that, hey, this guy can't even sell shirts with like other established stars? Because when WWE was huge in Italy, it was because of like Bret Hart. It's not because they made some, you know, Italian character or something. I'm, I just would like to know, like, what will it actually take for them to see this isn't working? Well, we're going to do a break. I'll answer your question when we come back. Thanks so much for the call. Wrestling Observer Live. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. 
Attention floor buyers. The 6th Annual Fall Flooring Yard Sales going on now at Lumber Liquidators. Get high-quality flooring at low yard sale prices, like Woodlook waterproof floors from just 39 cents. All Dream Home X2O water-resistant laminate is on sale. Pre-finished hardwood is starting at $149. Get more deals in-store while supplies last. Plus, special project financing and professional installation with Install Plus. Hurry, visit LumberLiquidators.com to find the Lumber Liquidators store near you today. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A couple of things. First off, go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, up there at the top. I've retweeted. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Thomas Santel from Future Stars of Wrestling over the convention weekend. Full matchup on YouTube, HD. Sad I had to ruin it, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Huh. I've, I've since apologized. So, You're such a jerk. all is cool now. Yeah, union breaking, terrible boss, terrible person. Union breaking? What are you talking about? But yeah, you wouldn't even have a union. You'd step your big fat jack boot on the necks of everybody who went out there and tried to organize, but go ahead. I should mention Mick Foley was on our show yesterday. If you want to hear him talk about his new book, St. Mick. Great interview with Mick Foley yesterday for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com, so head up there and check that out. It's got- New York Times number one bestseller, Mick Foley. That's right. So, going to go to the phones in a moment. First, the last caller asked, what if Jinder sold no merchandise in India? Well, that's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> Jinder already went to India for a press tour, and he was super over. So, my question wasn't even so much like, but my question to Dave was, why don't you think that 
the fans find it weird that this guy who is portrayed as a heel in America and a babyface in India, he's always out there putting over India, he's always speaking in Punjabi, blah, 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 but he's there and he's making racial comments about Shinsuke Nakamura, a popular babyface. Like, isn't that strange? Why can't the guy just be a babyface here and there? That was my question. It would be like, who is the most popular foreign star in New Japan? Kenny Omega. Okay. So, who is the most popular Japanese star in New Japan? Oh, Tanahashi Okada. Tanahashi Okada. Ishii. So, if Kenny Omega was doing all of these promos, and, and he was talking about... You know, America's great. Like, you go on a New Japan show and cut pro-U.S. promos and such and such. Canada. But then, oh, I just got to, no, 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 no. Gender is Indian, so Kenny Omega's American. Okay, so, fair enough. <laughs> if, if he went out there and he's just putting over America, talking about how great America is, blah, blah, blah. But then he turns around and he starts doing, you know, racially charged promos and and making fun of their language and and all sorts of things to like top babyface stars in New Japan. I mean, as a US fan, wouldn't you feel kind of uncomfortable like, man, I'm cheering this guy, but this is just really really weird and uncomfortable. Am I wrong? Well, no, but you know, subtlety and this type of stuff when it comes to these type of characters has never been WWE's forte, so to to give them you know, only when they're doing it right, you can give them any points. Everything else you have to kind of roll your eyes at and blow off and put it on the pile with what else is going wrong with this character. I think the answer for Ishmael, what they would say is, well, if he's six in shirts, where was he last year? See, look, he's selling these shirts here. The thing I think if gender is not moving metrics is realistically there, they should be there, not even for gender. This should just obviously gender should be a stair step to something else. Unfortunately, they don't have much stick to but they need to look at India as a long term business market. And they need to look at TV and all of those other things. I mean, if that starts to drop then you've got more of a problem. And obviously they want to push the network and things like that. But those TV deals obviously are the most important and lucrative part of WWE's budget now. It's the biggest thing that can happen to them every couple of years. And as long as they see an uptick in those with Sony 6 or whoever it is that they're with, I can't remember right now, that's really all that's going to matter. If he starts damaging that, which he is not doing, that's when you're going to see a little bit of a change. And the only other thing I want to bring up about this is the show with you and Dave, and I thought – you were <laughs> reserved in this is Dave brought up great Kali as far as we'll see Indian fans like to see an Indian face. And it's like great Kali is Indian. And this is, you know, Jinder Mahal is from Alberta or wherever, it, you know, from Manitoba, wherever he's from. And it's like, that's a big difference. You know, well, you're Kali right. But... So incredibly popular there. And I'm not saying that they don't have any love for gender, but it's never the same thing. But, but let me say one thing. You're right. However, the biggest the biggest Hispanic superstar in the history of WWE was not from Mexico. He was from California. San Diego. That, that, so, that's like, true. You, well, you, and, and Eddie Guerrero being from El Paso, if yes, you want to add I him mean, into that mix. Yeah, sure. that, that's, that's the least of the problems. But, I mean, the one thing I will say about Ishmael is, is, as Mike said, if he's not selling a bunch of merch, then their reaction will be to push him harder. Because from the very first day that he won the title, I mean, go back and listen to those Observer Lives. Within about a week, I I noted that, you know, their plan is for this guy to be champion, like, for a long time. Like, probably through Mania. This was, this was, this was planned out to be, they knew that they were not going to get this guy over in, like, 
you know, two weeks, two months. Like it was going to take a long, long. He's a, a long term project. They have they have just decided SmackDown is going to be the Jinder show for a long time, and we're going to make this thing work. And so if they go to India and they do six thousand fans at two shows, and he's not selling a ton of merch that I don't even know if he has, as Ishmael noted. They're just going to keep going. There was never even supposed to be an India tour. Like, this India tour was added, (laughs) like, recently. So when they first started all of this, like, everybody, here's the thing. Everybody assumed when he got the title that they were doing this because of an Indian tour in the summer. Do you remember this? Now, the reason we thought that was because the year before, somebody, and it may have been Jinder, I don't even remember, somebody in the Indian press said, WWE's coming back next August. It turns out they weren't. When they gave him the title, there was no plan to go to India. None. That's how long term this thing was. They don't even they didn't even have an India tour booked. So about a month ago or two months ago, they finally did book one, and like everybody was surprised, like, oh, looks like we're going to India. So now they've decided they're gonna try India. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It was never like that this was never the end goal, was his India tour. It's a very long-term thing. Oh, my God. Everybody stop right now. J.J. Williams, our, our man in Orlando uh, who covers NXT as, many, as well as many other things, including Evolve, letting us know with a retweet from WWE. Breaking news. Kurt Angle returns to action at TLC, replacing Roman Reigns. Finn Balor to take on AJ Styles because of medical issues uh, affecting both of those guys. Uh, or, or Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. Yeah, this is on WWE's website. Due to medical issues impacting two WWE superstars scheduled to appear at TLC, streaming live on WWE Network this Sunday, the special event will now feature Kurt Angle competing in a WWE ring for the first time in more than 11 years as he replaces Roman Reigns. In addition, former WWE champion AJ Styles will replace Bray Wyatt and face the demon Finn Balor. A WWE Hall of Famer and the current general manager of Raw, Angle, will join forces with tag team champions Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose to battle the daunting combination of Braun, The Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, okay. and Kane. Hold so on there you sec. go. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. You got all it. All right, this is all on WWE.com. It is. So, I mean, the obvious number one question, even before Kurt Angle, is what the hell's going on with Roman Reigns? Yeah. This whole show was built around a Shield reunion, and now Roman Reigns is out? Hey, putting the, the man in meningitis, maybe. Who knows? Holy smokes. Well, we'll follow up on this for the next 10 minutes, everybody. Hey, but- hey, hey look, and I will say this, too. As dumb as this is going to sound, and this may be a reach, if you are going to do something with Raw and SmackDown at Survivor Series, here's a really cheap way to go about it with both AJ Styles and, and Kurt Angle appearing uh, on TLC. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, guys. This is Daniel from Greensboro. Uh, quick question and a comment. Um, I'm looking at this a little different with uh, uh, Jinder Mahal, Brock Lesnar match. I think I'd rather see this build up in a month than a quick run through Finn Balor where he may just get squashed and that'd be it. I think I'd really have a program with Finn and Brock over a one-month squash where it sets up for a squash against uh, Finn. Um, and I had a question for Mike. I've listened to the last Adam and Mike show. You guys were talking about combining the junior and heavyweight tag, t- tag team titles in New Japan. Um, has there ever been a junior heavyweight and a heavyweight tag team where they've competed for the New Japan tag team titles? 
or has there ever been anything like that? Yeah, I, the Bucks. I think in, in recent times, I, I think they were were in and out of that mix, and that confuses me because they were like ROH tag team champions while being junior tag champions. But I think they actually had heavyweight tag team championship uh, matches as well. I, I'd have to go back and look, but you know, it's one of those things. The the junior tag team division and the tag team division, for that matter, with New Japan is always gets overlooked. It's one of those things you can't be great at everything, but it's one of those things at this point in time. I think with the way the guys work, with the War Machine working like the Young Bucks and, and, you know, with what smaller teams like Fish and O'Reilly are able to do with bigger guys, I mean, I think the time has come to kind of start shaking those lines away and getting rid of those belts that tend to be superfluous anyway. All righty, just checking around here, trying to find out more. So let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. How are we doing? I'm What's from up? Massachusetts. Yes. I'm driving on 195 East right now. I don't know if you guys saw or not. I got the notification from WWE. Yes, we did. Just got it. And are we thinking it's another drug violation from Roman Reigns? Are we thinking AJ and Finn is going to be like their question or their answer to New Japan? What's what's the thought here? Do well, we have any any clue of? I have absolutely no idea at the moment because we just got it. But I mean, if I mean if I had to guess, this is 100% speculation. So I don't want to see this all over the internet that I reported it, it would be that Roman Reigns may also have whatever Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt have. And if that's the case, then you really need to start worrying. Like I asked Dave yesterday, you start really start worrying about how bad of an outbreak that this could possibly be and how it's going to affect things going forward. This is going to sound macabre in a way, but on a flip side, there have been things like not saying like this that have happened with WWE pay-per-views, but just like the specter of what's going to happen with Brock Lesnar. I mean, in a way, this is going to drum up more interest for this show than anything that could possibly be on it. Like we talked about yesterday, it was a one-match show to begin with. Now at least there's some like you know some crazy speculation that'll be going on with it. Let's hope they let AJ and Finn go and have a great match. Man, they're going to have to. I want to thank you very Hallelujah. much for the call. All right, so let's see here. Now we've got, um, let's see, Kurt Angle, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins versus Kane, Braun, Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Finn Balor, AJ Styles. Kalisto, Enzo More, Alexa versus Mixie, uh, Mickey, Asuka, Emma, Cruiserweight match, and Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks. I mean, arguably, it's a better card now. I mean, that's... <laughs> no you know, doubt. If you want to look at good news, I mean, that's that's the good news coming out of this. I will try to find out something before the show goes off the air, but I mean, we only got a couple of minutes left. But, but man, it becomes look. It was a way to, it was a means to get to an end, and obviously with Kane coming back, it was something. But now you actually have matches that people want to see. Plus, it becomes newsworthy and forever memorable because of the circumstances that are going to be bringing back Kurt Angle, and that's that's crazy. After all these years, after everything that took place and all the the the, the feelings and opinions uh, on his condition over the years and whether he could actually come back, the fact that he's back and the fact that he's now wrestling is unbelievable. So, I mean, the only thing, this is also speculation, but the only thing that I can figure is that, I mean, listen, you can't just add Kurt Angle to the match on three days' notice. I mean, my guess is maybe they were going to have Kurt Angle in a Survivor Series match. And he's already undergone his physical and everything like that. And this happened. And, yeah, they're changing everything around. So apparently it's been a crazy... (laughs) This is breaking news. It's been a crazy day at the office. No one's getting any sleep. Trying to find out what's the update on Roman. 
Drew McIntyre, this has sent the NXT tour bus into meltdown. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody's popping for this. So there you go. We had to break. Anything I can figure out in the next three minutes, I'll let you know when we come back. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Here's the update. 
So as noted, the TLC pay-per-view has been all switched around. Kurt Angle has been added to the TLC match. And Bray Wyatt is out. It is now Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. And as noted at the beginning of the show, Justin Labar tweeted that Bray, Bo, and JoJo have not been at TV or events because of viral meningitis. He has no info on Bray about Sunday. Now we do have the info. And Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting that, unfortunately, Roman Reigns is the person I was talking about here. Didn't want to make it public without confirming with more people, though. He's This is in response to his own tweet saying, Hearing viral meningitis scare on the Raw roster is very real. Could definitely affect the TLC card. So, basically, he's reporting that Roman is out with viral meningitis as well. And that's why he is off the show. And I guess a lot of the creative team, they've been obviously working like crazy today to try to fix everything here. Many of them don't appear to have any idea why anybody is out. They just basically were told... These guys are out, these guys are in, these are the matches, book the show. And there have been other ideas batted about this morning for the pay-per-view, including, potentially, an appearance by Brock Lesnar to do something at the show on Sunday. But that is not confirmed, may happen, may not happen, but it was talked about this morning. And literally, that's all we know about it right now, because the news just came out. So, we'll have more at WrestlingObserver.com. And obviously, there'll be more at WWE.com as well. And Sunday, we're going to be back here for two hours talking about all of this. There will be plenty to talk about on Sunday is our preview for the TLC event. So get ready for that, everybody. And that is it from here. I want to thank Mike, as always, everybody in the studio, callers and listeners, everybody tweeting us this information. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.